And I'm Katina. And this is the Unladylike Podcast. Welcome back, guys. We're so glad you're here. We're so excited. Happy Monday. Thanks for including us in your Monday. Our episode this week is all about relationships. Relationships of all forms, romantic, and what we value in our friendships. Um, Relationship goals, basically. Just like us. We can't wait to share with you. (laughs) This is just like how to be our friend 101. So if you want to be our friends, (laughs) listen close. Keep listening. And follow us on Instagram at unladylikepodcast. Yeah. Shameless plug. And leave us a five-star review because we're the best. And subscribe. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So for this week, um, our woman of the week is Maya Angelou. And the quote we found is her quote, I've learned that people will forget what you've said. People will forget what you did. But people will never forget how you made them feel. And we thought that that was... A fitting quote for our relationship episode because it's basically all about relationships. Um, that's basically what relationships are. <laughs> yeah. And Maya Angelou was an author, a poet, and a civil rights activist. Um, she was born in 1928 and she passed away in 2014. But she's most famous for her book, I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings. So check it out. Mm-hmm. That's a book that I've actually read, unlike uneducated, unlike educated, <laughs> which we had in our other episode. It's good. Okay, yeah. If you guys remember, I've since bought the book Educated by Tara Tara, I don't know her surname, Westover. Um, I'm looking at it right now. But I haven't read I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings. So if you have it and you want to let me borrow it, hit me up. Hit her up. Sanitize it first, though, because of... Oh, please. I really feel like when it comes to books and literature, I really lack, like, diversity. Mm -hmm. But I also don't really know, like, a lot of the authors and, like, their backgrounds either. I just kind of read the book for the book. But still, I I lack diversity. So if you have the book, let me know. Yeah, and if you have other recommendations, definitely let us know. Yeah. Well, like we said today, we're going to be talking about all about relationships. So, of course, we have to start with our men and how we met. <laughs> um, Sherman men. and Nick. Yeah, and Nick. So Sherman's my boyfriend, and Nick is Shawnee's husband. So we're just going to share. How about, all about them? I actually haven't even told Sherman, like, oh, I'm going to talk all about you in this episode, but here we go. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's talk about how did you and Sherman meet? Share with our, our listeners. Oh, yeah. So Sherman and I met when we worked at Disneyland. So we both worked on California Screamin', which was a roller coaster there, but now it's called the Incredicoaster. So we have, like... Like, the main console, like, it's called Tower, mm-hmm. and that's where, like, the main person, like, oversees everything yeah. and, like, does big things to the ride. And a bunch of us were sitting up there, and Sherman tied my shoe. Oh, so kind. What a gentleman. I knew right then. I was like, <laughs> this is the man for me. And then when we were walking out, so after, like, when we're all off, we would all walk together to our cars, and me and Sherman were talking about getting, like, a group together to go to Disney World, Uh because when you work at Disneyland, you get into Disney World for free. So, um, the rest is history. (laughs) 
we went to Disney World with our friends, but we started dating. So, yeah. So cute. How did he ask you out? Like, was it official or was it just, like, after time? Um, yeah, it was kind of after time. Like, so we would hang out a lot, but just the two of us. And I didn't think that he liked me at all. That's and the same my with roommate, me and Nick, Caitlin. honestly. Oh, yeah. So my roommate, Caitlin... I was like, I don't know what to say, but I'm just kind of annoyed. Like, why do we keep, like, going out on dates? So I said, like, I said something weird, and then I took a shower, and then I came back to the room, and I looked on my phone, and he said, I like you, if that's what you wanted to hear. <laughs> and I remember looking Dang at Caitlin, Sherman. I was like, what does this mean? Like, he doesn't like me. What does this mean? And Caitlin was like, Christina, he likes you. Like, he literally <laughs> said it. <laughs> That's and such then, a, um, you know, that's such yeah. a cool move on Sherman's part. I, I know. like you. If that's Ooh, what, what you stud. mean. If that's what she wanted to hear. And then he asked me to be his girlfriend at this park in LA and we saw the whole skyline. Aww. And what a guy. What a man. What a Sherm. So tell us how you and Nick met. So Nick is actually he was my first boyfriend, my first kiss, all of that stuff. <gasps> and um can't relate. Just kidding. <laughs> Sherman's my one and only. And when we were in high school, we were like, we met, we had all of our classes together basically, and he always sat behind me because of like alphabetical seating. And like I think on the first Oh yeah, week, that makes sense. Yeah. Cause my last name was Garcia, now his last name's Echeverry, so mm-hmm. um on the first week, I, like, turned around in one of our classes, and I was like, oh, my gosh, you're always sitting behind me in all of our classes. And he's like, yeah. And that's all he said. <gasps> oh, my, no. And I was like, and he was so, I thought he was so cute. Like, that's why I went out of my way to talk to him. And I was like, oh, I'm Shawnee, by the way, blah, blah, blah. And I, like, became friends with, like, the girl who, like, sat next to him in all the classes because she was also always behind me. And, like, I would always turn around and talk to her just so, like, Nick could hear me talk and stuff. <laughs> and after a while, like... Little did he know. I know. After <laughs> after a while, like, we ended up becoming friends. We had, like... I ended up getting into a friend group that was, like, friends with his friend group and all that stuff. And actually, like, one of our friends, um, Aaron, who was, like, at, at our... Or, you know Aaron, right? Yeah, Erin, yeah. And so she, like, knew Nick from middle school, and, um, like, she knew me. um, And so she would always, like, try to, like, plant thoughts into, like, Nick's head and be like, oh, so you like Shawnee? Like, Shawnee, Uh, have you gone on dates with Nick? And I would be like, not really. Like, we would hang out. After, like, over a year, we were friends and that was it and I was like so into him and then he ended up asking me out it's very high school of course we were I was 15 I love high school just kidding (laughs) JK sorry if you're in high school (laughs) it gets better don't worry yeah don't worry kids um I was 15 and he it was like remember that year it was 11 11 11 yeah I remember that exact moment yeah and it was like a we didn't have school that day so me and Nick like decided to go to a movie and then wait you didn't have school that day I had school that day really I think it was like veterans yeah, it was like day. veterans day oh yeah how annoying that I had school <laughs> so we didn't have thanks school. Chino Hills <laughs> so we went to anyways um a movie and then like Cause that year everyone was like, Oh, if you make a wish 
at 11-11 on 11-11-11, like, your wish is going to come true. So, like, we... And that was at the Long Beach Town Center, right? Yeah. We were, like, outside of... I know. Every time I walk by, I'm like, that's where... Okay, wait, sorry. <laughs> story. <laughs> yeah, it's It was, like, El Torito outside on a bench, and, like, we were sitting there looking at the moon, and we were waiting for it to turn 11-11. And, like, I made a wish, and he was like, what did you wish for, you know? And I was like, I don't know. I can't tell you. And then he was like, do you want to be my girlfriend? And then he kissed me, and that was my first kiss. It was very romantic for a 15-year-old Shawnee. And then he asked me to wear a formal, and then we've been together ever since. (gasps) How cute. But, yep. And the rest is history. And the rest is you end up in Ohio. (laughs) Ooh, glamorous Ohio. <laughs> a dream, a fairy tale come true. I was going to say, the sex tra- trafficking capital of America. Oh my God. I'm out of here soon, though, folks. Two more weeks, and it will be a small town know, in New York. I know, in New York. <laughs> it sounds more Dang, glamorous that's crazy. than it is. So you guys are almost going to have, like, your 10-year anniversary. Yeah, I think it's... I'm pretty sure it's nine years this year in November. And then oh, okay. we just so had our one ten. year anniversary of being married. That was very fun. Wow. How exciting. But yeah. Our men are so cool. And what's the best too? We love them. Is that Sherman and Nick get along so well too. Yeah. Like we all went to Vegas mm-hmm. once. That was so fun. We went And like going birthday. to all the weddings. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone in Nick's family, like my family now, like loves Christina and Sherman from they my wedding. Love Sherman, <laughs> that's not even true. They love you, valid. Like from my wedding, they like adored them, and then like they're invited to basically every future family event, wedding, anything in the future. I know they're we're so lucky. Now Nature we're basically Barry. part of the family. Yeah, which is so cool. <laughs> um, but I mean, I feel like Nick's family is just so kind. Mm-hmm. Like. It's so rare that you meet people that are so, like, genuine. Sometimes you meet people and they're just, like, not paying attention to you, like, not listening. And I found there are so many people in my life, but, like, Nick's family, like, um, my friend Becca, like, Mm -hmm. so many people are just so genuine. So, and I feel like genuine people are so hard to come by. They are. If that makes sense. Yeah. I, I don't think I can make, like any type of relationship with somebody who I don't feel is genuine. Um, I don't know. Even if they're fun and stuff like that. Yeah. If I feel like that they're just more shallow, I, I really can't make a deep relationship with yeah. them. Or even, like, just not, like, listening when you speak mm-hmm. or not. I don't know. So it's really nice having having Nick's family and, like, so many other friends that are so, like, genuine people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Sherman's just like that, too. Like, it makes it so easy. Like, me and Christina and Sherman, like, when I was still in California, we would just go out together and, like, go to bars and stuff and just hang out like friends. It was so fun. But it's because of that. It's because, like, both of you are so genuine and just, like, nice people in general. Yeah. (gasps) Thanks. (laughs) I think it's also cool that, like, the church is always so, like, oh, women have to be submissive to their husbands. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, how my rela- my relationship is very equal. Mm-hmm. Like, 
we both pay for things. Like, we split everything. We share everything. Because, like, why should Sherman have to pay for everything just because he's a guy? Right. Or, like, why should I have to do everything that he says? Or, like... Exactly. Follow his lead. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, all the time. Like, he knows a, more about things that I don't know about. But I know a lot about things that he doesn't know about. Right. So why should he always have to be the one, like, speaking or the one in charge? So I just feel like it's so nice being with someone who values equality and, like, values my opinion. Mm-hmm. If that, I don't know. No, that does make sense. I always, like, say that for whoever's in a relationship, like, honestly, even, like, I feel like, like you said, so many Christians try to say that, oh, it's, like, the women's role to be submissive. But mm-hmm. I really believe that, like, Obviously, God gave us all strengths and weaknesses. And in a relationship, like whatever that may look like, even like a friendship or romantic relationship or anything, like everyone has their strengths and weaknesses. And like, it's great if they can work with each other like a machine working together. And And like, why shouldn't they? Yeah. And like that means like if one person is fully submissive like it's never gonna be like a machine or like whatever that works out the best together if you both bring your strengths together you both like rely on each other and stuff like that like obviously it's gonna be the best type of relationship I think yeah that's how me and Nick are too yeah I can't even imagine if like Sherman was like, oh, you can't do that. Like, I know, honestly. I mean, there are some things, like, I was like, oh, I really want to be a DoorDash driver and, like, take people their food or, like, be an Uber driver to make extra money. And Sherman was like, I don't think that that's safe. Like, like obviously, there's stuff like that. Yeah. And, like, I value his opinion. Right. But it, and, like, I value his thoughts. But it's not me saying, it's not him saying, oh, you can't do that. Right. Like, if you know he what I mean? really wanted to, if that was, like, something mm-hmm. that you were so stuck on, like, he would be understanding about it. Like, I totally get that. And just, like, the same with, like, you and Sherman. Like, if Sherman wanted to do something, like, of course you would be like, oh, like, think about your safety. Be safe. Like, it's just, like, yeah. a both side. Um, like, you reciprocate both ways. You know, it's, it, like you said, it's, yeah. like, equal. But, yeah, I think that is really So I used to work at this place, (laughs) and um, I was in our break room, and I was like, why do I, like, have to change my last name, like, if I got married? Like, Mm -hmm. why can't Sherman change his last name? Yeah. And, like, half of me was joking, but then another half of me was like, no, really. Like, yeah, like, why do, I don't know, women have to change their name? Which I have different, like, thoughts on what I would do now, but this one guy, he was like oh, well, is Sherman a feminist? And I was like, well, he believes that women are equal, so, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, is Sherman a feminist? Like, it's just so weird how people think that, like, like, they question equality. Yeah. It's so easy for them to be, like, I think with anything like feminism or, you know, any type of, movement that kind of goes against like the existing system like even if people end up believing in that like most people I would say almost all people probably like believe in equality you know what I mean like they believe that women should be treated equally they believe that 
they should get education and be able to work and all of that stuff that they didn't have before. But then somehow, like, feminism, the name of it, even though that's what it stands for, has, like, a bad rep. And, like, people are, like, most guys, like, even to today is, like, I'm not a feminist. You know, Mm -hmm. feminists hate men. And, like, how much do you have to say that? To realize that Mm -hmm. that's not true, you know what I mean? Like, that's not what it even is about. No, it's not. While maybe some women in general do don't, like, do hate men, it, that's not what the whole movement of feminism is about. And it's always changing, too. Yeah, it's always changing. I saw something today that was saying that the first feminists were like pro-life and they like were low-key racist Mm -hmm. like this movement is always like it's always evolving so yeah i don't know speaking of women empowerment i think we should talk about like our friendship like Mm -hmm. our friendship relationship because i feel like we dabbled on like how we met before Mm -hmm. but i think we should share that and like how our relationship worked yeah for sure like i feel like so much is always focused on Like, even this type of stuff, like podcasts or whatever, like shows, reality shows, it's always focused on romantic relationships. And they're always like, oh, it's not about friendship, as if that's something that's, like, little or unimportant. But, like, honestly, like, I feel like friendships build romantic relationships, and friendships are, like, so important in your everyday life. Like, you need them. Yeah. And it's not all about the relationships you have romantically. Some people don't even have romantic relationships. Right, yeah. And I feel like me and Christina are just so lucky that we met each other and that we have the friendship that we have today. Honestly, I feel so lucky about it because, like, I think for both of us, like, while we have had, like, close friends, best friends and stuff like that, like, we relate to each other in, like, certain ways that, like, our friendship still to this day like blossoms and grows despite the fact that she's in California and I'm in Ohio and all of that stuff right yeah totally like I've always had a ton of friends and like I've had close friends but none of them have like maintained Mm -hmm. if that makes sense you know like yeah they've all like drifted apart or which I'm so thankful for the friends like that I still am friends with that I still talk to every day. Like, obviously I still value their friendships or I want to be friends with them. I love all you guys. Um, but, um, I don't know when Shawnee and I met, we just clicked. It was a Scorpio Taurus thing. Honestly, honestly, because Nick's a Scorpio, Christina's a Scorpio. I think that the type of Taurus I am is just completely, completely fully soulmates with with them and I really feel that way like no really we just like totally get each other yeah so Shawnee and I are junior year at Biola we lived in the same dorm yeah on the same floor Mm -hmm. so like floor events at Biola were huge so we went to the floor event at the beach and I don't even remember talking to Shawnee. Like, yeah. it's so weird. I remember talking to her. How we came back to each other. She, like, well, because I was new there, you know? So, like, anyone yeah. new that I met or interacted with, I, like, remembered. And so, like, randomly, Christina came up to me and she was like, will you take a, a like, a instant photo of my, like, tattoo? And I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was, like, like her a, foot tattoo um, that she recently got. 
And um, that was, like, my first memory of her. But other than that, like, we knew of each other, but we hardly, I don't think other than that, ever talked. So then my last semester at Biola, our senior year, um, I, we were moving into an apartment together, Mm -hmm. but I was, it was, I was going to room with my friend. Yeah. And then her her friend was going to be Shawnee's roommate. Yeah. It was a two bedroom apartment. We were going to like. Share so me and Shawnee were kind of like strangers. Yeah, in the whole we thing, really were. But like everybody else kind of knew each other. Mm-hmm. But like I just knew that Shawnee lived on my floor. Right. But I, I honestly, and I'm so bad with names and faces. I like didn't even remember. <laughs> um. So it was cool how we like got to come full circle and come back together. I know it was really great because like I felt. I mean, like, I'm kind of shy naturally, even though I can be, like, outgoing and stuff like that. And, like, I'll push myself to be outgoing. So I was, like, very nervous to, like, live with somebody that I wasn't really, like, that I didn't know and all of this stuff, which was Christina. (laughs) And, like, I kind of, like, pushed myself to, like, talk to her more. And, like, sometimes if I would cook, like, bigger meals, like, I would ask her, like, oh, do you want some? Whatever. I would do that with all the roommates. Yeah. But we eventually, like, ended up connecting over, like, one of the days we, um, there was a concert at Biola, a free concert one of the days. And... Yeah, for propaganda. Yeah. Which, okay, if you don't listen to propaganda, like, given the current movement, you should really go listen to his album called Crooked, Mm -hmm. okay? Like... And so he's playing this album called Crooked, and me and Shawnee are, like, jamming in the mm-hmm. front. Like, Christina and knows every are making word. eye contact. Yeah. I know every word. <laughs> and honestly, I don't know if you remember this, Shawnee. This is a little off topic, but there was this guy, like, literally this white guy from Biola, like, staring propaganda down. I Wait, no, no, no. That, it actually. wasn't propaganda. It was another guy. Like, mm-hmm. it was a guy who was clearly gay. Like, he was singing, like... Biola yeah, paid him yeah. to come do this performance, and the guy had his arms crossed and was just staring this guy down during his whole performance. Yeah, it's like you are representing Viola so bad. I know, so and he was and like Shawnee, in the like, front. It was ridiculous. I was like, dude, like if you don't like him, leave. Like yeah. he's here. Biola, your your student dollars paid for this. Right. So, but I think like that was a great bonding moment for us too because yeah. I was like, look at this loser. I know because like we realized that we have similar ideas like even though sometimes it's hard at least for me it was like hard at Biola sometimes to connect with certain people because they may have had very extreme ideas that were very conservative and all of that stuff and me being more liberal even though like I'm friends with people who are conservative and all of that stuff like it's sometimes hard to relate and connect with people like that and so it was nice to see that me and Christina like at this point had like the same feelings of certain situations, you know? Yeah, like, we agreed. Yeah. And obviously, like, propaganda was there, and there's a part where he says, like, Whole Foods. (laughs) Whole Foods. Well, he's talking about um, gentrification, Mm -hmm. but then he's like, I I thought he said something about Donald Trump. He did, I think, yeah. Which was great. There's, like, a line that he has where he talks about Donald Trump, Mm -hmm. and, like, obviously he doesn't support him, so... After that, we went and got drinks, yes. and we just bonded at the bar over. It was like some like random friendships like whiskey bar. And, um, oh yeah, it's called <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I love hopscotch. That's on it, and we like we bonded so much that night. It was like amazing, and then ever since then, we just like continuously became closer. And 
Yeah. And then, okay, so wait. After Hopscotch, we went to this other bar that was more like a club. Oh, yeah. And so it was just me and Sean dancing, you know? Yeah. And, like, these guys would come up to us and, like, try to dance. Uh And we would literally dance away because we were obviously both in relationships. And that's honestly, like, I know this sounds crazy, but I love that of Christina, like, so much. Like, that day especially, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, she's amazing because, like, I never really had, like, that many friends that, like, going into a situation like that would be so, like, hey, let's go over here. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I just felt safe around Christina. Like, let's move. Like, there's weird guys over here. And, like, I'm going to be different if we were single. I'd be like, hey, but, like, we're both dating people that we love. So I was like, let's go over here. Um, it was great. And I remember Shawnee was like, I never have friends that do that. Yeah, and I was see? like, cool, I don't even have friends that'll go to the club with me. So <laughs> <laughs> let's go. <laughs> I mean, yeah, love see, all my strengths. Friends. Love you guys. We met each other's strengths for sure. It was great. Yeah. But yeah, and then we just, we lived together and we like hung out together always. Like, it was great. She graduated awesome. early. So it, even though it was, like, we lived together a semester, but it felt like a long time. And after that, we just, like, continuously became best friends. Christina was um, in my wedding, and she road-tripped yeah. with me, just us two across the country. Like, oh my gosh, She took yeah. off time for work to do that for me, and it was just, like... Yeah, Shawnee was going to go with her mom. Like, they were going to drive all the way to Ohio, from yeah. California to Ohio, and her mom couldn't go for some reason. Mm-hmm. I was like, why don't we just go? Yeah. Like, it would be so fun. Like, literally a trip of a lifetime. Like, I know. It was perfect. Every single part. We stopped in, um, where was the first? We just, did we go straight from California to Colorado? No, to Utah. We oh, hiked yeah, the we went to Utah. Yeah, in, at Zion. Yeah, at Zion was the best. It was really great. Yeah. We went hiking, and then we went to Colorado, and then we went to... Nebraska. Nebraska, which was... Uh, we stayed in the hotel and like drank like at just the bar and we had a movie night <laughs> and that was it. We watched Mean Girls. I think. No, no. We watched um, Freaky Friday. What a girl wants. What a girl wants. Yeah. <laughs> what a girl wants. Amanda yeah. Vines. And then we yeah. made it to Ohio. Oh, wait. No, we went to Cincinnati. Oh, wait. No. Chicago. Not. We went to Chicago. Yeah, we had a full day in Chicago, and honestly, that was, like, the wildest day of my life. Yeah, we kind of talked about that in the previous episode, but that definitely was, like, our most adventurous thing. And it was so great to share it together. But see, like, that kind of stuff is just, like, friendships that aren't just relationships are so important. Because, like, if I, even though I have Nick and I'm, like, so in love, I love being married to him. Like, if I was in Ohio here and, like, didn't have Christina to talk to, like... I would just feel, like, so lonely, you know what I mean? But even though yeah. we're, like, far away, we were able to, like, maintain our relationship and continue to grow in our relationship. Yeah. And randomly we decided to make this podcast, and it's just, like, it's fun to come up with, like, different things to bond over and all of that Yeah, stuff. and it's nice not having, like, not having to, like, talk every single day or, like, text every single yeah. day, like, not being super needy and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, not so- I mean, I love my friends that are needy, but... <laughs> yeah, same here, but... It's just, like... That is something that we do well with together, because I remember when we bur- both first started um, becoming friends, we were saying that, like, both of us were so bad at, like, texting back and, like, keeping up, even though we cared so much about our friends. It's just so hard for us to... Because <laughs> to, yeah. we're busy, you know what I mean? And Yeah. It just, like, escapes your mind, and... Um, 
both of us are so understanding about that, I think. Especially, like, I just am appreciative about that because, like, I'm so bad at texting personally. Christina's really, like, she's way better than me. But, like, she'll text me, and then maybe, like, five hours later, I'll text her back. Yeah. But she's always understanding about it. But that is hard. It's always hard, like, like, no matter how much you care for a friend and stuff like that, it's hard when you guys just don't, like, get certain things of that with each other. Yeah. Like, that's the same for, you know, romantic relationships, friendships. I feel like there's just, like, certain things that you just have to, like, learn about other people if you really enjoy yeah. being around them and just accept it and be like, that's that's who they are. And For me, it's really hard to be, like, really close friends with people who always have to have, like, the last word oh, yeah. or always have to tell you, like, the reasons why you're wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> or, like, always have to be right. Like, it's just really hard for me. And, I mean, obviously some people you know, like, oh, well, that's just how they are. Yeah. But then other times I'm like, oh, I just can't, like, I don't... I don't vibe. Like, yeah. I don't catch the vibe, if that makes sense. I know. It's really important, no matter, like, what your opinions are, what your friend's opinions are, or whatever. Like, you just have to... Like, I think I learned that the most with Nick, is that, like, when when we were really young in our relationship, like, I would get upset because, like, he didn't think the same way I thought, or something like that. And it's, yeah. like, I, like, learned to appreciate, like, why would I why would I need to be in a relationship with somebody who's exactly like me? Like it's, it's like a beautiful thing to be with people who you like learn from, grow from, like have different opinions with and can still talk and like not judge each other. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's great. Totally. I think for me, it's realizing like I've had people who like literally were just like, like ghosted me. I was like, okay, (laughs) bye. You're lost. Yeah. And Shawnee knows like, Mm -hmm. It's like what? A, like, there's, I'm not gonna beg you to be my friend. Honestly, like, you weren't like, even that fun anyway. It like, is their loss though, because Christina's like the most devoted, like, great friend in the world. Honestly, oh, thanks. You're welcome. But yeah, like, I never understand that either. Like, even like, it hasn't really happened to me, especially in like a romantic relationship, because I've only been with Nick. But I yeah. really can't imagine like, why do people like talk to people every day and then all of a sudden they're just gonna ghost them? It's like, yeah, don't you? I think like, that I've you had... deserve an explanation. I think, like, <laughs> tell me why. It's okay. I don't even want it. I know. Like, I've had <laughs> friends where I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna distance myself. Like, I don't want to talk to them every single day, but I'm not gonna like just disappear. Be rude and be yeah. like, bye. Yeah, because you still have like memories and they still taught you a lot. Mm-hmm. But I think maybe some people just need to set boundaries where they. Well, where some people are literally not saying that I'm toxic because I'm not toxic at all. <laughs> just kidding. Like, where, when people are toxic in their life, like, yeah. you have to cut them out. Yeah, and I feel like true. that's totally valid, too. Um, I don't think that's something that I've ever had to do, but yeah. I've definitely just distanced myself from people. Like, I don't reach out to them anymore. Right. If they text me, I feel like the conversation is normally them talking to me, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, oh, wow. Like that's so cool for you. Yeah, but that's they never true ask too. me. There's like So what's new in your life? Yeah. Like there's certain friends that um you know you have like throughout your life that will occasionally like try to catch up with you or something, but it's always like 
oh, what are you up to? And then like you ask them how they've been doing. And it's just like paragraphs of like, this is what's been going yeah. on in work in my life. And you like send something back and then they stop texting. It's like, <laughs> you might as well like, just send really me talk, like but... an update or something, you know? Yeah. Like a Christmas card. <laughs> or like I started talking to like a friend that I used to be friends with and like the way that they like spoke to me, I was like, oh, this is why I don't talk to you anymore. <laughs> like, this is why I stopped talking to you. Because, like, people change. Like, yeah. valid people change. But I would never be like, oh, like, she's a totally different person. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like people are genuinely still themselves. That's true. And just the way that she was speaking, like, down to me and... Yeah, there's certain I just friends don't vibe with that. that are always... You know, that's something that, like, I always have a problem with is, like, why... I I hate it when people try to, like, be competitive, you know? And, Mm -hmm. like, why would you try to be competitive with somebody that you care about, you know? Out of, like, everyone, you've built this relationship, and then now you're going to try to compete with them. And be like, well, I'm funnier. Well, I'm smarter. Well, whatever. Like, I would never think that way. And, like, you could just tell sometimes when somebody's trying to compete with you, and you're just like, why would we compete? And that's normally because they're, like, jealous. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Because what else would they're just jealous of? Yeah, or it's like an insecurity with them or something that they always have to prove themselves, or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, or like show the latest and greatest that they're doing. But I am grateful for for that, and even those experiences to see like, because anyone can fall like no one's perfect. Anyone can fall into that kind of trap of like, well, I have to prove myself or something. You know, but it's just like good to learn from to be like, well, I didn't like it when somebody did that to me, so I'm gonna make sure that yeah. I don't do that. And in I'm the sure like, every relationship has stuff like that, or like yeah. stuff that shouldn't have been said. Like I'm sure that I've said something that you were like, what the heck? But like, I feel like you're genuine friends. That's never their intention, right? And I think like you can I would never say that. something to make you feel bad, right? Yeah, you never do it purposefully. And I think that's what's, like, important in all relationships, too, is, like, the grace that's there to understand that people make mistakes. And, mm-hmm. you know, unless if it's always happening, you know, you can be willing to accept what happened and, moved on, and move on in the future. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's, like, one of my flaws is that I suck at, like, confrontation and being, like... Yeah. Oh, you said this to me. Like, why? <laughs> I I am t- I'm like, the same way too. Maybe that's why we never fight. Not that I can't even. I'm just joking. We just forget about I it. Can't even think of anything. But um, I suck at confrontation too. I would rather it blow over. But maybe that's like. I mean, I think to a level, there's like healthy confrontation that you can be like, "Hey, yeah. I saw that this bothered you. Like, what happened? You know." But even to that point, yeah. I'm like working on that. But. I, I'd much rather it just blow over. Yeah, I feel like the it. only person that I can really do that with is Sherman. I'll I feel like, wait, why did you say Nick? that? Because he knows my intention. Like, he knows I'm not saying that to be like, like, I literally, I'm just like, why did you say that? Like, that doesn't sound like you. Or, right, yeah. And that, like, rarely happens because Sherman's, like, the nicest person I've ever met. I know. I honestly, like, our guys are so nice. Like, but even then, like, sometimes yeah. I'll be like, why are you upset today? And, like, we'll talk about it. But I would never say that to, like, a regular friend of mine. Hey, why are you upset? Yeah, that would be really hard for me. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But it's um, it's nice to 
to have these like all of these relationships to like learn from and I feel like I'm still learning all the yeah. time but they are and just grow so important what would be like your top tip for relationships this probably sounds so basic but I would just say communication yeah it's true it's true, though. Be like, oh, hey, we haven't spoken in a while. Like, how are you doing? Yeah. But I would say also, like, caring. Yeah. Being intentional. Like, care, like genuinely caring about the other person. Like, yeah. they're not... Not that they're not there to, like, please you, mm-hmm. but, like, of any relationship is two ways. Yeah. So, like, if you're not caring about them, they're not going to care about you. There's this um, song by What Up RG who's, like... Nobody owes you anything. Like, your mom doesn't owe you anything. Like, yeah. your dad doesn't owe you anything. Like, he lists all these people. Like, like even though people say, like, I just want what's best for you. Like, nobody wants what's best for you. Like, you have to want it for That's yourself. True. So, yeah. or I think that, like, you have to care about others mm-hmm. in order to, like, get that back yeah that's so right because I remember like one one point in me and Nick's relationship that I realized like there were certain ways that I wished you know like in any relationship you're like oh I wish he would do this for me oh I wish this would happen but I realized like if I want that I can't just expect it and I don't want to ask for it but like more than anything like if I show it in that way like say that I like it when people do little things for me, like, oh, they grabbed me a water, oh, they, you know, picked up something I dropped or whatever. If I do that for other people, like, I'm putting out what I want back, and, you know, it can be recognized, you know, it's being intentional, like, I treat others, like, how I want to be treated, basically. Ooh. Ooh. Drop that little truth in. Drop that little mic. (laughs) Well, overall... I feel like friendships are a two-way street and find people in your life who genuinely care about you. Yeah. I know it's really hard. Like, it's so easy to say that, but, like, I care about all of you listening, so. Yeah, we care about all of you guys very much. And you guys obviously care about us for listening. I know. If you made it this far, um, please let us know because we'll give you $100. I'm just kidding. Um, She (laughs) No. <laughs> I'm not going to give you $100. I wish I could. Yeah, I wish I was, like, a millionaire. But please let us know because we appreciate all of you who listen to our episodes. You're all our friends. You're all in a nice relationship And if you're not, us. you should follow us at Unladylike Podcast. Yeah, follow us, get to know us, listen some more. We won't stop Thank talking so ever. Much. But we will see you next Monday. Can't wait. Bye.